0: So, so, wow, wow, so, so, so. Hello friends, welcome to the SOS podcast. I'm your host Carl. Thanks for joining me this week. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Now I want to start in verse 1. It says, "Now, brothers, about times and dates we do not need to write to you, for you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, while people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly." as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be alert and self-controlled. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, Let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with Him. Therefore encourage one another, and build each other up, just as in fact you are doing. These are Paul's words to the church in Thessalonica. And I want to concentrate on the very end where he tells these brothers to encourage one another as they have been doing. I wrote about this the other day on my website and I was thinking, what, what is an encourager? Because I used to think an encourager is someone who props you up, pushes you forward, sometimes makes you feel better. For example, I remember being a kid and sometimes we'd have to do things in school, like get up and give speeches. And I was always very nervous. So to have another child or a teacher say, no, you can do this. You'll do great. Don't worry. You know all the kids in the room. There's nothing to be nervous about. To have someone make me realize how this wasn't such a huge deal and something that I could actually do and do well, that was an encouragement. So I've always pictured the encourager as the person who pats you on the back, pushes you forward makes you feel a little better now that's not necessarily wrong people who encourage definitely do those things but when i read this passage i see an encourager as something a lot more paul's talking about his fellow brothers and sisters clinging to the truth he's talking about them not being surprised by the coming of the lord when jesus appears like a thief in the night should not be a surprise to us. Now obviously one reason it shouldn't be a surprise is that Bible tells us in many places what these labor pains will look like, right? It tells us the signs of his coming. We don't have a date, we don't have a time, we don't know when these signs begin, whether it's something that's gonna happen relatively quickly or still take a long time, maybe centuries. But we know, wars, rumors of wars, famine, pestilence, things like that. The times will be dark. And I'm sure for a lot of people in the world who don't know the Lord and don't know the truth, times will be troubling, times will be difficult. We can expect people to feel scared and insecure, and who knows what kind of behavior that might bring out in them, individually or even larger societies, larger groups. So Paul's words here are encourage one another as you've been doing, because when these dark times come, you'll need to prop each other up, you'll need to remind each other of the truth. And part of that truth is your security, what you have, what God has waiting for you, which is not wrath, but salvation through Christ. We might see his wrath poured out on those who do not love him. But that wrath is not for us. So when I think of this idea of encouragement in this context, what I see is someone who really needs to be pounding the truth into you to get you to think correctly about these extreme circumstances you'll be witnessing and living through. Because the visceral response Might be fear, might be terror, might be insecurity, but someone's going to need to encourage you and remind you. That might be for the world, it's not for you. I think about what Jesus went through in the Garden of Gethsemane. He told his disciples, he said, you couldn't stay up for an hour to pray with me? Now none of these men would have been able to save Jesus from what he had to endure. And we see the stress of even anticipating what that would be because before he endured the beating and the crucifixion, even in the garden, just anticipating what was to come. He was, what, sweating blood, crying tears of blood. This was a a big deal. So for him to have his disciples stay up and pray with him, again, not to save him from any of that but they would have been providing encouragement. Well, what would that have been? If they couldn't comfort him by saying, teacher, you don't have to go through this, they couldn't save him from the suffering. What would their encouragement have been? Well, their encouragement could have been just the truth that his father loves him, that they believe that he will rise again. Jesus told them so much about this kingdom to come and what he had to do to bring that kingdom forward. They could have just prayed with him those truths, or they just could have prayed with him to have strength to go through this. If they believed his words, they would have known he had to go through this. This command for us, brothers and sisters in Christ, to spiritually encourage one another is not about the soft pat on the back, It's not about, oh, you can do what I believe in you. It's not that. This is serious business. This is when spiritually the rubber meets the road. When we encounter extremely difficult times, when we're going through trials, when we're going through temptations, when we're going through spiritual warfare, we need people on our side who are prepared to do more than just say, God's got you, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You need people who are willing to pray with you You need people who are willing to share very relevant truths with you. You need people who are ready to go through spiritual warfare with you. Yes, someone can encourage you with a mere smile, but we are to be prepared to do a lot more than that, to encourage our brothers and sisters. As we get closer and closer to the day of the Lord, these times will get more and more difficult, more and more challenging, We'll be tempted more and more to stray to other teachings. We can see that in the world already. There's a lot of cultural ideology that is really religion. It's really false religion. It's not opinion. This is an attempt to create alternate truth. That's what's happening today. This is only going to ramp up as we move forward. We need to remind one another why we're even here right now. What is our purpose? What's the goal? How does God promise he will carry us through these times? What does God promise us will be our future? The two things we need to do are number one, make sure that we are good encouragers, that we go above and beyond. When someone needs that little push, we don't just give them a little push. We see what the real spiritual issue is there and we address that with God's truth powerfully. The other thing we have to do is surround ourselves with good spiritual encouragers. We don't want people who speak empty words, who don't have time to pray with us together, fighting for what is ours. It is so important to be surrounded by fellow soldiers in the spirit who are willing to go to battle for you. We wage war as an army. No one does this alone. For you to encourage others, and for others to encourage you, that means you put on your gear and you engage in battle. It's not just hollow words. We need to expect much more from ourselves than that. Father God, we thank you for each and every truth you give us that encourages us, that strengthens us, that gives us hope during these dark times. Father, we ask that you would give us the power, the ability, the compassion, the desire to encourage our brothers and sisters effectively, that our words would have power and impact, God, to strengthen the brethren. Father, we ask that you would bring brothers and sisters in our lives who can do that for us, Lord. Father, we thank you for the Spirit who unites us and who reminds us of the words your son spoke, Lord, we ask for those clear reminders daily to help us get through these dark times. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.